Hey, what is up, beautiful Bart and Geo Bale friends? So nice to see you. Today is Friday, which means we get to connect with you guys, and that makes me super damn excited. Um, uh, last week, we talked about wanting to celebrate with you guys and celebrate any of your goals and accomplishments, and I absolutely loved it, so we're going to continue that this week as well. We're going to celebrate you, and we had you submit whatever it is that you're proud of and happy for, and you just don't feel like you have the community uh, that celebrates with you enough. You feel like you can't share these things, so you shot it over to us, and we're ready to celebrate, as I'm sure all our listeners are ready to celebrate with you as well. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah. Damn, we're jumping into this quick. Okay, so um, I can't wait to hear some happy news, especially with all the oh stuff that's my going God, on right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's this all is what we need. That's all. Yeah, that's all I see everywhere. It's just all this crazy, sad stuff. And I'm like, yeah. man, where's all the good stuff? There's a ton of good going on in the world too. Let's just even it out. Can we make it balanced, please? Yeah, listen to K Rock, and they have this segment called "In Good News." I love it. I love their good news because yeah. they're combating all the bad stuff. That's, that's awesome. Happening. I love that. Uh, but we're not going to steal their idea. It's not in good news. This is more in. We're celebrating you. This yep. is the Barton Geo friends community that I love that we have. Would you say we're celebrating? No, cut that out. Okay. Cut it out. But it was pretty cute. Okay. So the first one is, I hope I don't block anything, but it says, um, I recently took a leap of faith and with the help of a friend enrolled in the university to study music production. I'm not sure if this will work out Woo. or not and where it will lead me. But I think Steve Green said that you won't get anywhere in life if you don't challenge yourself. Bart says that all the time. What too. does Steve know? Come on now. He's our friend. He's not even a fitness guru. Yeah, neither are you, baby. True. Anyways, you guys are really, uh, you guys really inspire me from early JK film days to now. Thank you so much. Stay safe and dominate humbly. A P.S. The swimming pool and the basketball court in your backyard. Damn. Oh, I love you. This is awesome. So first of all, a. And can I tell you a secret? Yes. Oh my God, you haven't said that phrase in forever. I actually wished I took music production either in high school. Or in college. That's not a secret. You've always, you always were trying to do something in music. You were always either singing or playing your drums or creating beats. Like you were always doing something in music. I'm surprised you didn't do it, pursue it. Well, I think so. Like, that's why I'm so, so, so proud of you that you took the leap of faith and yeah. then you're like, fuck it. This is what interests me. This is what satisfies me creatively. I'm going to go ahead and do it because I actually didn't have your balls. Or their friends. Even the friend helped. Yeah. And it's tight that you even shouted your friend out. I love that. Yeah. I was actually scared. So um, when I was a sophomore in high school, that's when like a lot. So like Asian parents, they love being ahead of the curve. Right. So yeah. you're not really applying for college until junior or senior year. So, of course, it be, my mom being the Asian tiger mom is like. You were already practicing your reports like in fourth grade. Yes, you're already prepping way early. Acceptance letter, I mean. So my mom was no. like, what school do you want to go to? And you need to figure that out. And then I'm like, oh, I want to go to Berkeley School of Music for music. And then she, she goes like this. <laughs> yeah, she started laughing. And then she actually started puking. And then her, because her, she was laughing because she was happy because she thought I said UC Berkeley. And then she found out it was Berkeley School of Music and the blood started coming out of her nose. Yeah. And then she, had, she was in a coma. She was like, I can't believe it. She was like, like, uh, she she was crossed like, I her arms in front of her chest and fell like, oh. Yeah, she couldn't believe that. I would say something that disgusting. Yeah. So um, I really. But wait, we're being exaggerated, obviously, but she was really disappointed when you said that. Yeah, she, it's almost as if I told her I was gonna not go to college. 
or even worse, like go to adult school or something. Even worse. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just I'm just trying to put myself in my mom's mind. It was almost like it was almost as if like um I was gonna date a black guy or something. I don't know. My, my mom's perspective. That's what I'm trying to say. So, and then and so I uh, <laughs> we could have just stuck with not going to school. <laughs> I'm really trying to help you paint what my mom thinks, how she thinks. Well, the bleeding of the nose, I got it. Uh, okay. Well, you kept asking questions. Okay, fine. You're right. So, um, yeah, uh, I really love music, and that's one thing I I wished I would have taken more in high school too, because we did have classes like radio, TV production, and that could have prepped me, or even have like a little tester class to see if I would even like it. Like instead of jumping the full gun and then going, I'm going to take four years of this shit, but just kind of like testing it. And I just didn't have the balls, you know, like you I was You didn't just, even take any fun classes? Barely. No, I don't think so. Like not you in took high like school. like stretching and shit like that. That's in college though. And that was oh. a class. Like in high school, I had well, zero balls. Well, this is balls. in college too. I know. That's what I'm saying is in high school, I wish I had the balls. And then if I had the balls and I would have even tested it, I'm sure I would have loved it, and w- which would have gave me enough courage in college to dedicate four years to it. That's but so I crazy. Didn't, but I didn't have the balls. And so now I'm stuck doing this job that I hate. And I Shut hate my life. Shut the fuck up. No, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I was able to find the light at the end of the tun- tunnel and then turn things around. But I think that was something that I really wanted to do. And I just didn't have the courage to do it. And since you do have the courage to do that, to do it, I commend you. You know what's crazy to me when you say you didn't have the balls in high school, but like you had the balls to jack, to slang drugs, to not go home, to not even go to school, but you didn't have the balls to enter uh, music. Because that stuff was under the radar. What do you mean under the radar? So like the high school stuff, like my mom being an Asian tiger mom, she's a Nazi. Like she'll call my school. What classes did I sign up for? She'll show up and meet my mom. I mean, meet my teachers outside of PTA meetings. Like she'll be there. She knows what the hell's going on. Yeah. So I can't leave a paper trail. But when I'm sneaking out in the middle of the night to go jack shit or to slang drugs, I have have no paper trail. So that stuff, it's like, it's way easier for me to do. I see. I wasn't going to catch any heat for it, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, in the it, I think it's a huge leap of faith. I really commend you, like the way Bart was saying, for doing that. Because for me, I didn't have even the friend circle that had, not that my friends were bad in high school. They were actually pretty good. But we all came from the same type of household. You know, like obviously we all come from different households. But the mindset was still the same. Like you want to be a, you want to, you know, you want to, um, go to university so that you don't have to work at like a grocery store or like at a low paying job or minimum wage wage paying job. That's what I, that's what I mean. Not that it's low paying, but minimum wage paying job. Like you wanted a prestigious title and that's why you wanted to go to, uh, you wanted those specific, um, you wanted that specific degree so that you can get these specific positions that give you the title that guarantee this pay or whatever. So growing up, knowing that stuff, there's no way I could have even considered anything outside of that scope of profession because then everything was shaky. Like I remember telling my mom, we were in the car, we were driving and I told her like I wanted, I don't know how we came about talking about this, but I told her that I wanted to do makeup for a living. And she was just like, what are you talking about? Like, how are you going to make any sort of money with that? Because she just didn't understand that field. Yeah. Her scope of the world is so small. Uh, yeah, it was limited. So then, um, because of that, you know, I, I like really looked up to my parents and I still look up to my parents, but at that time I looked up to them and they were my source of truth, my source of wisdom. They were my guiding light. 
So why would they like I under even though I hated it, I understood that they only wanted the best for me. So I took that piece of advice and I really took it to heart. And at that time, since I was so naive and so young, I was like, okay, well, she must be right. Like, damn, like maybe I am being a kid wanting these like kid like dreams to come true. So I kind of put that aside. So yeah, like having, if I had friends that helped me with what I wanted to do, I think I would have been in a different space. But now that you know better, you're like stupid ass mom helped me back in life. No, because I love where I'm at now. Like oh, I see. who knows who knows what would like what my life would have been like. I I obviously wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be with you. You know, I'd be might have been with someone way better. I oh my god, see? mom, what the see fuck? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Mom, how could you? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, um, I forgot to do this. Oh my god! See you. You might have remembered to do that. Yeah. If you, if you went to the right schools and you met the right people. Yeah, well, I didn't. And I'm glad you did. And thank you so much for sharing that with us. You should be proud of yourself for doing this because it is a huge leap of faith. You don't know where your future is going to go, but you have enough drive and passion to be like, I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at the big picture of my happiness and what makes me happy. And I'm going to pursue that. And I think that's so fucking wise and mature of you. Um, I'm so proud of you. Bart's so proud of you. Um, and yeah, keep fucking rocking it out. And here's, uh, so after the celebration, here's like some uh, suggestions. And I think that uh, I've learned from my good friend and famous filmmaker, Casey Chan. So he went to Full Sail, which is a film school. And uh, what he said is the filmmakers weren't made in class. It was made in what they did outside of it. Yes. So all the because I was like, man, you're so talented. Your other homie was good, is so talented. Your buddy Jay On is so talented. Like your whole crew is so talented. I was like, is everyone at full sale? Like, are they all that sick? And he goes, honestly, no. And he goes, like, from day one, because everyone's kind of in similar programs and it's like an accelerated program. From day one, you can already tell who's gonna be successful. Wow. Because just like any other school, you got people that sit in the front or people that sleep in the back. You have people that show up early. Or people that can't wait to talk to people about what they're learning in class, right? It's the same type of people across, doesn't matter what school you go to, the same type of people exist. Or just even in life. In life. <laughs> so what he was saying is, uh, yeah, you learn a bunch of tools and a lot of like technical jargon in school, but the real projects and the real creativity and the real like uh, flexing and the real like networking happens on the outside of school projects, which he was heavily involved in, was good, was heavily involved in, and also Jay An was heavily involved in. So they built their network and they were already on the verge of being hired before they were going to graduate. They knew where they were going to go. They had a resume stacked. They didn't leave the school with just, hey, these are my school projects. Like they've been working. Yeah. So for you, for someone in music production, uh, your true passion, like your testimony of how passionate you are about it isn't going to be by your grades. It's going to be by what you're doing outside of class. Yeah. How you apply yourself. Yeah. So that's one thing I do want to empower you. Uh, when as you pursue the next step of your life is to um, yes, the music production is fucking awesome. And I, and you have a great set of balls that allows you to go and just, you know, do what you believe in, which I didn't have, but also to actually take the full step of faith and also apply yourself. Cause that's where the real success happens. Yeah. That's great advice. Shout outs to our sponsor, Honey. Oh, my favorite. Yep. You know that Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. I actually just used it this week. You know, the monitor that I bought? Yeah. So with all these different websites constantly competing for your buying power. Yeah. 
um, everyone's always trying to outbid each other by even a dollar or so, right? And so I'm trying to find the best deal. Yeah. And what I did is I have honey and I plugged it in and I saved 50 bucks. Nice. And I found it even cheaper than it was on Amazon. And you know what's even better about honey? What? Is um, while you're putting things into your cart, it pops up and it says, actually, we weren't able to find any codes for you. But would you like to keep a watch on this? So if you weren't ready to buy yeah. and you were kind of just kind of thinking about it, yeah. I do this a lot where I'll put things into my cart and then I just don't check out. I'm yeah. just like, mm, I think I'm going to sit on it. Yeah. It tells you like um, as soon as there's a promo code available, you you click on that and then it'll remind it'll tell you like, hey, I found one. Now oh, you can buy cool. it. Yeah. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. That's super awesome. And Honey has found it's over 18 million members, over $2 billion in savings. So if you guys like to shop and you like to find a good deal and you don't want to overpay for things, which I think that's everybody, um, download Honey. It's free to use, installs in just a few seconds and get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash bail, B-E-A-W. That's joinhoney.com slash bail, B-E-A-W. Yeah, you guys, please do it. You'll do yourself a favor. Like Bart said, it only takes a few minutes. It's not complicated at all. You even forget that you have it until you're about to check out and it pops up for you. So you don't have to do additional steps. It does all the work for you. I remember back in the day, you had to go to like, like you had to Google, um, are there any promo codes for, and then you write whatever you're going to do. And then you have to like, you have to like, it's like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. You got to open up like six tabs Yeah, and you got to like look over and over and, paste, and over. And sometimes you have to leave your email. Like they got really creative with yeah. trying to get your information as they release these codes to you. But with honey, it takes all that work out of it. And within seconds, it does the work for you. So you have zero to lose and everything to save, honestly. Yeah. Joinhoney.com slash bail, B-E-A-W. Okay, so for our next one, whoops, here we go, next one. It says, hi, Barton Geo, I graduated from uh, CSULA. Hey, that's my fellow, my fellow alum, go Eagles. No one ever says that. Yeah, no one ever says that. We're like, whatever. Um, in May 2019, or 20... Yeah, 2019, huge accomplishment for me. Hell yeah, I know where you're coming from. I am now a teacher working with middle schoolers in a Ooh. lower, yeah, in a lower class neighborhood trying to be that support system that they don't have at home. Oh. Yeah, and hearing those, thank you for actually listening to me. Ooh, that makes me want to cry. Always makes me feel like I've accomplished my goal of being a great teacher. Oh, I love you. Man, these teachers. I love you. These teachers are the freaking heart and soul of our society and our community. And man, like a lot of teachers, they don't get paid nearly enough. Yeah. And junior high kids, they are the fucking shittiest of the people. (laughs) That's, yeah, at that age, they suck, man. They fucking (laughs) suck. They are the fucking, like, the produce that's about that with the wilting leaf that is about to smell. It's about to be expired. They are the worst people in this world. I know. And I feel so bad because we've been that age and we've been so confused and so lost and so fucking moody. And we're not little, but we're not big. We're like, we're so stuck. And the ugliest. (laughs) We're the ugliest at that age. Junior high kids are so fucking ugly. <laughs> yeah, we're we were weird looking. I was like lanky, but then I had like bushy eyebrows and I had a still baby fat face. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have this size head and I was probably four six. <laughs> like a hundred pounds. Oh, not even. It was my dream. I think I was like 87, probably. <laughs> Maybe if I ate a bunch of spaghetti, I was 91. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So <laughs> 
congrats for you dealing with these kids. I'm just kidding. We're fucking around, obviously. But yeah, kids at that age have a fucking attitude problem. And then God bless her soul for wanting to make a difference in the lower income community. Yeah, we need that a lot. Because these people, they uh, unfortunately, they don't have the support and the tools that they need from home. And so uh, because they don't have that at home and that's where the real parenting happens because you spend the most time. Then when they go to class, they already have a um, like a biased, a bias and a negative approach to any type of institution. Because what's taught at, at home is the man is keeping you down. The government's keeping you down. The police are keeping you down. Like every type of institution is keeping you down. And so like if anyone don't understand you, fuck them. And it's already like that, you know. So when you have a bunch of kids like that coming to your class, you're like, yo, teacher, what you, how you can help me in life? I know I'm just going to go to jail. It's, yeah. it's like to like if that's your starting point and you're like, OK, guys, uh, everyone take out your geometry books. Like, yeah, kids are like, shut the fuck. Like, I've heard te- kids straight up in that age. Shut the fuck up. Just straight up. Just tell teachers. I've seen teachers get their ass beat. It's it's especially if you got Samoan kids in your class. I had a six two Samoan kid straight grab the teacher in the face and just launch him across the, the room. God damn. Because it's, it's, it's just crazy, you know? And so for you to want to make a difference, these these are the people that really need a difference to be made. Yeah. And God bless you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then graduating from college, I feel you. I fucking feel that. Because it's like, um, yeah, it sounds to me like you were probably someone that didn't come from a background of a lot of college graduates, you know, or people that were already planning for that, those steps. It sounds to me like you came from a working class family. You know, and you guys uh, survive of off of just working fucking hard and not really leaning on, you know, a degree that opens doors. So that's a really huge accomplishment. Shout outs to you for doing that. That shit's not easy because like it's easy. It's a little bit easy. Like it's not easy for anyone. Right. But it becomes a little bit easier when you have prior knowledge and you have like a circle of people that can help you. You know, like, hey, did you take advantage of this guidance counselor? Did you know that you could even do this? Like, I didn't even know that I had to pay for books when I was going to school, like going to college. I had no idea. I had no idea that I was going to have to buy my own books. And I had even lesser of an an idea of how expensive they were. Damn, that sucks. No one told you that kind of stuff? No. Wow. I know, right? Sucks being Mexican. Hey, shut up. (laughs) It's the best being Mexican. What are you talking about? Because, you know, this is how fucking nerdy Asians are. Asians are so fucking nerdy and fucking geeky and so fucking pussy drying. Like that's because school is so ingrained in like the culture and kind of like the trajectory of your life. You're in high school and sophomore and junior. You're already hearing inside jokes and stories and rumors of college. So you already know you're going to pay for your books. You already know like, oh, you know, my fucking, uh, my RA, like my residential like assistant, my RA does this. And then like after eight, you can't even do this. So you kind of already know like what college is because a lot of that knowledge is passed down. Yeah. Well, no, we were just busy like knowing how to use like power drills and being resourceful That's and like dope. cooking bomb and like, you know, just like life skills. We had a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> We were just smashing TI-83 calculators. <laughs> no, we're smashing life. So we're pretty, we're pretty good at life. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty, um, we're pretty resilient uh, people. Um, so that's fucking dope. And then the fact that like your middle school teacher, like what Bart was saying, you're dealing with some like some little butthead, like hormone driven little kids. But I love that it's lower class neighborhoods because I grew up in a low fucking like I grew up in the hood hood, like yeah. in East Los, you know, super in low East- class. 
uh, like, yeah, like my all my neighbors were on at one welfare. Like I was so fortunate that my mom was working in a middle class school district. So I got to go there on a permit. Would you say if your neighborhood was an airline, it was spirit? Um, I, yeah, I guess so. It was, it was. Or was it like Allegiant? I don't even think we had an airline. It was really bad. Like, it's really bad. It was like, like a Goodyear blimp then maybe. Sure. What type of air it's transportation? It's a horse and buggy. Oh, so you were on the ground still. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, it was like now it got a little bit better, but it was yeah. really bad growing up. Um, So I didn't. So I remember like, did you guys do this? Like when you were in elementary school, then you took a tour of this, the next school that you're going to go into. Yeah. Okay. So we did that. That's my favorite. And I took the tour because now they split us up into like where we live. Yeah. 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 So based on my zip code, I was going go to this one. Yeah. To, to Montebello Intermediate. Yeah. And that at the time was so like, it wasn't super ghetto, but it was definitely not what my other, the one that I ended up going to that intermediate yeah. was or that middle school. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that I didn't go there because I like, I would have been going to school with all my neighbors, you know, and I'm just going to be put in the exact same environment that I grew up in. And like, I'd be stuck in that perspective and I'd be stuck in that world. And it would be hard. Like I get why we stay the way we are. You know what I mean? Because you're yeah. just surrounded by the exact same type of mindset. Yeah. You know, so I was, I, I was so fortunate and so grateful that my parents were like, they were aware of that. And they're like, no, we want to, we want to graduate from the hood. We want to elevate from the hood. Not that there's anything wrong with the hood. Cause like the hood is also a beautiful thing. Cause there, we have like our own community. Like we have our own respect and our own rules and everyone kind of still looks out for each other, even though it can be hella chaotic and volatile at times, you know, like it's, once you know the hood, like you're comfortable in it. Yeah, there's you know? a level of street smarts that you learn. Yeah. That a lot of people that didn't grow up in the hood don't have. Yeah, and I'm grateful that I grew up in that environment because now I see things differently and I have a different type of humility and respect for just different people from different uh, uh, socioeconomic classes. You know what I mean? Um, so, so yeah, I was fortunate enough to go to a more middle uh, class school where my teachers actually cared, you know? So like knowing that there's people like you out there that want to specifically insert themselves in a lower class neighborhood that actually care and to hear kids say thank you for listening to me like that's so impactful. I also recommend that you get weekly therapy because it's going to be tough as fuck. What's tough as fuck? This oh, teacher. With that? Yeah, like you I think you're going you need to either need to like um get some therapy or maybe invest in some really nice whiskey to help with uh, the difficulty <laughs> with dealing with these kids or get like a support group where you guys can go and go on these hikes on Runyon Canyon, just talk fucking shit about these fucking kids because these well, kids are going to wreck I'm your system. I'm so glad that you weren't a teacher because you don't know how to handle with handle it. Because remember when you were I that age? I would be a great teacher, to be honest. Fine. But remember when you were that age? Yeah, you were because you have dealt with them and you you are a great teacher. And I would know that I need to relate to them. Exactly. That's what their, I was going to say. And be their friend. Exactly. Because I was disgruntled as fuck because no one was listening to me. No one was trying to hear me out. Any any problem that I would present was like, well, do you know what real problems are? These are real problems. These are adult problems. And yeah. it's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not an adult, bitch. Like, this is my problem. And like, help me out. Yeah. You know? And I think what sucks is there's this universal grading system. So like the teachers, when when they don't see their students as humans anymore, they want everyone to get an A, obviously. They want everyone to pay attention, not fall asleep during the class video and all that. But the problem is you set the bar here and you want everyone to be there. 
but people don't have the same tools. So what they should be doing is if uh, a kid goes from a D to a C, that might be an A for that student. You know, it's going to take a couple years for them to get up to speed. And then if another kid that's like is A material and they're slacking and they're not reaching their potential, maybe that's actually an F student. But to have the same bar for all the kids, especially at that age, it's it's really tough. It's tough and it's lazy. Yeah. Yeah. and But I mean, like, that's me coming in with my own perspective and my limited knowledge saying it's lazy. Like, I really don't know what the bureaucracy is or what the red tape is yeah, or like it's, it's a lot or what hurdles that these teachers have to go or these institutions have to go through. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe they came in like bright eyed and bushy tailed and going like, yeah, I'm going to make a difference. But because there's so much fucking red tape and so much shit that fucked up in the system in the school system that they just became disgruntled they just kind of withered down and just became like complacent you know what i mean um but fuck <laughs> what i just thought about something i did as a kid and it was pretty funny what is it did you ever put uh thumbtacks on your teacher's chair not on my teacher's chair no actually no one's chair because i just imagine that's very painful I, I I think in uh, second or third grade, I had a, a handful of thumbtacks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I put it on my teacher's chair. But as a kid, you think you're genius, right? Because you think it's going to be like the cartoons where like like fucking Porky Pig sits on it and goes, ow, and flies through the roof. What was your objective as, as a kid? Just to poke the teacher. And then, but obviously as an adult, you can see past kids stuff. Like it's the stupid. It's like when Tyke is trying to hide behind a box and his whole butt sticking out. It's just so cute. So I could just imagine the teacher pulling their chair out and seeing a pile of thumbtacks. And it's going to be a kid palm size of thumbtacks. Not even like this much. It's going to be maybe like four of them. And the well, teacher's palm like, size is this much. He did a shape of like a Well, if you're a baby, like, like a Tyka's palm is like this small. Yeah. So you might only have like three or four. Yeah. And the teacher pulling the chair out and seeing it and like, oh, God, who did this? Probably Bart. Oh, my God. So I just I was just like, man, and that was me when I was in second or third grade. I can only imagine like the shenanigans I was up to by the time I was in junior high. Oh, my God. But yes, bless your heart. Congratulations to you. We're so fucking proud of you. You should be so fucking proud of yourself. You're killing the game. Keep doing it. You're making a difference. And uh, we're all going to fill it in the future. And it's because you're putting your heart and soul into it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Next one. Actually, before I do the next one, let's introduce our sponsor. Okay, and thank you to uh, one of my favorite sponsors, Rothy's. Rothy's. Yeah. Um, so they are a company making stylish, sustainable shoes and bags. Um, they are carefully crafted and eco-friendly. Uh, they use recycled plastic bottles. That's so dope. It is dope. Um, and marine plastic. So anything that ends up in the ocean when they get it. They repurpose and reuse it and recycle it. And they make shoes and bags out of this stuff. I got a pair um, of flats and they're the cutest ever because you can dress them up, dress them down. And I remember when I was working a corporate job, I would have loved to have had these shoes because you're, you know, you're standing for hours or like you just don't want to be wearing high heels. And they have like the cutest um, flats in like an array of colors, of patterns, designs. And they're constantly changing these patterns, colors and designs. And they sell out all the damn time and not only do i love it because they're so eco-friendly but i also love it because they're easy to wash too that's what i was getting to exactly yeah. i don't have like you have no order in your feet yeah. but like after a while you've been walking in these shoes and sometimes you're what not wearing you? do you socks. Have order in your feet i do yeah you do because i have so like i perspire yeah and like my feet when i get nervous my palms and my feet get really sweaty because even taika said the other day he was like mommy did you step on caca no he said you Okay, and yeah. we're that we're gonna talk about that. 
uh, and on another podcast. But yes, you can throw them in the washer and they come out looking like new and they smell <laughs> way better. <laughs> <laughs> so that alone, just the fact that they're eco-friendly Thank and goodness. that you can throw them in the washer and they're not going to look Thank like goodness. you threw them in the washer. Yeah. I was all for it. So make sure to um, check out the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash bail, B-E-A-W. That's rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash bear comfort style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites head to rothys.com slash bear today okay and we're back okay so this one's kind of like a celebration and a little bit of event but we'll go with it okay ready so it says moving out of my dad's home and going back to college to study architecture oh that's sick yeah we need you dude or dudette. I don't know if you're a female or male. Uh, my dad is super Mexican and everyone in my family sees it as, or quote, why are you abandoning your dad? He gave you everything, unquote. Uh, and they write, I'm 22. <laughs> I want to live my life and experience it my own way. Uh, so cr- oh. congratulations for finally moving out of your dad's house and become and pursuing your passion. Like that's always so fucking scary because it's it's uncertainty. Yeah, your family sucks. Come on now. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> it, they don't suck. They don't know any better. Exactly. That's why they suck. That sucks. You saying I suck that they say they suck? No, you just suck for like for bashing on people that don't know any better. That's fucked up. Well, it sucks because um, because of their limited knowledge, they are only seeing things from a snapshot. Yeah, and they think that they're they're keeping the family strong and she's got, she's weakening the link. But they, they don't have the foresight to pull out a little bit and of see that not. she's going to come back in four years and provide for her dad like she's never done, like no one's been able to do before and yeah. break the generational uh, like glass ceiling that no one has been able to do before. Yeah. And it sucks that she's the only one that's crusading and, and wants to do this. Damn, how fucking powerful is that statement? You're crusading for your family. Oh, I could just cry. That shit's so moving. But no one believes in her. That's the problem because they suck. <laughs> I don't know if they suck. They just don't know any better. I it's refuse like your to parents say. didn't let you guys like I know, go and I would out, never of, say, out, of, out of state to go to school. But I would never say that my parents suck. That's why I have to say it. It's my responsibility. <laughs> All right. Well, you can't say it because I'm not allowing you to say that because I love them so much. And they did the best they could with the tools that they had. I don't think that they sucked. I just think that they didn't know any better. And it was cool that I was able, at least I was able to show them that there's different ways of doing things. And I'm sure now they're like, dang. Do you think we it's suck? <laughs> See? No, I'm See? kidding. Do you think my parents suck for beating the fuck out of me? Or no, um, they're just using the tools that they had. Using the tools that they had. And you were a fucker, dude. <laughs> oh, so I'm a fucker. I'm a fucker. They don't suck. Okay. So I, I see how this is. Damn. This you were just an unfair world. You just said how you fucking put thumbtacks on a fucking your teacher's chair in second motherfucking grade. That's horrible. That's fucking cuny. No, it's not. Yeah, You're it is. a little shithead. Because they can't fuck your ass up. I could totally see Tyka doing some and shit I'm gonna like that. I'm going to beat his ass up. But I'm not you, really going to beat his ass. If, if I I'm was a teacher. I'm going to put because, him in timeout. If I was a teacher because I'm, I'm mischievous and I, and I can see that. If I saw a student do that, I would be like, who did this? And once I find out, we're going to talk outside so to let the other students, the other like more regular students know, okay, this is not okay. I'm sure you had teachers do but that. But when I go outside, I go, 
um, so have you been interested in like alternative, like creative schools or like comedian schools? Cause like you actually <laughs> have potential. To get, you're trying to get rid of the kid. No, I wouldn't try to get rid of them. I would like try to tap into this kid's potential. Cause this kid I obviously love that you're thinks to, outside of the box. I love how you're talking to this kid as though he makes his fucking decisions about what school he's going to attend. Hey, hey uh, actually I'm going to give you this brochure. Have you ever considered alternative? Well, guess schools? what? It's like, he doesn't even know what alternative means. Well, guess he just what? learned his ABCs got, last year. Yeah. And I got kicked out of my school so this this kid has control over which school they're gonna go to and then i'll talk to the parents too and i'm like dude your kid is something special like most people most kids don't think about putting thumbtacks in teachers chairs and your kid does and he's actually really creative yeah let's tap into his potential that's the part that i'm the most bitter on no one tapped into my potential they just saw me as a nuisance so when taika does all, all kinds of crazy shit i actually admire him all right, that's beautiful. And I'm glad you're his parent because I would not understand it. I'd be like, why don't you just listen? Because I listened, kind of, but I was not anywhere near as bad as you. Because whatever we're telling him to listen to do is probably boring to his brain. For sure, for sure. That's why he has all these fucking ideas. Yeah, but I'm going to say her parents suck and I don't think my parents sucked. I think they just did the best that they could. You don't think their got. parents suck? You don't think your parents suck? You don't think my parents suck? You just think I suck? <laughs> I don't even think you suck. So I just got my ass beat for no reason. Someone's got to suck out of that equation. Uh, someone sucks for sure. Who? I don't know. Because like, I don't know. But the ass beating they thought was helping you. Not that I'm justifying it in any sort of it way. It make me tougher. It's horrible. No, that shit makes me cry just thinking about it. I don't even want to think about it. It makes Fine. me so sad. Um, okay, so then now go going to the latter part of this. So yes, congratulations to you for breaking the glass ceiling, breaking the family cycle, and and for crusading for your family because it sounds like you're gonna come back and you're gonna try to uplift your family. Trust me, they're gonna resist. They're gonna want to be stuck in their ways, yeah. and that's okay too. Let them. You know what I mean? Like they should like the same freedoms and choices that you want and you want to make for yourself. Let them have the same ones, even though you can foresee things differently and you have the foresight that bart was talking about um yeah that's is this school going out of town for school i don't know there's not that much information okay so like i guess one thing that you have that i didn't have which is really cool and that you didn't have that's also really cool is um because you're so i also don't think you should take a self-righteous position because that's never good so you can't be like, you motherfuckers don't understand. I'm going to come back, be the six-figure architect. I'm going to fucking pull you guys out of this fucking dump. So you can't have the God complex either. You know, like you guys are all the same. You guys came from the same place. And it's all about love, you know. So how can we share love and how can we mitigate the situation? Don't like, tell them they suck. That's yeah, for sure. That, don't tell them that. I only, it's my it's my job as a comedian to say that. But <laughs> I think for you, it's really important for you to pursue what you want to do and what you're passionate about. Because that's how you're going to be the most successful out of life. And when you're successful, that's the only way your success can rub off onto others, right? But also, I also see where your family's point of view is where if you guys already have a small family and your family's like, hey, man, like you can't just be leaving, abandoning your dad like that, like that kind of sucks. So that's, those are true issues, you know? Like, so that's something you also have to tend to too. So what I was asking, well, if you're out of state or out of the city, um, make it a thing where regularly every week you come back and hang out with your dad. So it's not like a complete disappearance. But if it is out of the state, out of the city, I think it's uh, calling, calling. And then that's why I was saying technology is, is important. You can FaceTime now. It might even act, if your dad can't afford uh, an iPhone or whatever, it might actually be part of your investment. Hey, maybe I spend my first quarter's books. Maybe I spend a portion of it. I rent one of the books 
and because books are that expensive. And I buy two phones, maybe two iPhone ones or twos or whatever. But at least I can FaceTime my dad every day or every other day. And ones stay. or twos? Well, I'm, I don't know what their financial situation is. Where do you even find those? I want one of those. Those are dope. You could probably get it for like 50 bucks now. So like you get something like that. And then that way you're like, hey, don't worry. I'll teach you. And we'll at least have FaceTime every day or every other day. And you stay connected so your family doesn't fall apart. That's one thing that I really love about my dad is um, my... Ever since I uh, moved in with my pops when I was 15, after I got kicked out of the other school, all the way until I graduated college, even even actually dating you actually for like a span of over 10 years, one thing that was never missed since then is my dad told me my days off are Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So every Tuesday, we're going to have dinner no matter what. And um, me and my dad, we don't have the best relationship because... We were divorced. I didn't see him for like five, six years. You beat the fuck out of me. And he finally came back to my life. So we have more of like a nephew, uncle relationship. But starting since I was 15, that was one rule. I was like, I can see how important it is to my dad. So even if I'm going raving and I'm doing hella drugs, when I come back, I'm going to come back home on Tuesdays to eat with my dad before I go to the next rave. And that's something we did. And we always ate at Garden Cafe in Alhambra. And I did that through all of high school. So even the days that I don't come home, my dad knew he can't really control me. He goes, hey. If you're not going to come home, just call. Let me know. We'll come home. So at least I don't hear from you. Uh, I don't don't hear, hear from you for three days. And I continue that through college. So even in college on Tuesdays that I'm really busy, my dad will drive all the way to UCLA to eat with me. Or if I'm not that busy, I'll drive over to him and I eat with him. And we've kept that up. So in terms of like living something really similar to you and not trying to break the family apart, because I am the only child, my dad didn't really remarry. So my dad is kind of on his own too, you know? So maintaining that bond, it, it was really, really important to him and it was really important to me too. And that's something we never stopped. So it's easier done when it's in the same same state. It's a little bit harder, but we do have technology now mm -hmm. where you can FaceTime. Yeah, I think also just coming from a Mexican culture or Mexican family, like it is expected. I didn't have this, but I knew a lot of my friends that did and yeah. I have some family members that do this. But it is expected for you to get to start earning money so that you can put it back into the family. Yeah. Um. So that could be another another thing where it's like you're abandoning your dad. Yeah, it you could know? be emotionally abandoning or financially abandoning yeah. too. Yeah. So like even just working, I know it's going to be hard because going to architectural or trying to get an architect degree is freaking hard i can only imagine i'm assuming i don't know yeah um but yeah if, you, if there's any way you can work and send some money back that would help too but honestly like um i've heard a lot of it just with my own profession and just coming being mexican as well and just not hearing what you heard but more like how are you gonna live on your own without a man like like uh how, how are you and that's impossible yeah right uh or <laughs> like how are you gonna live the, how are you because when i left my good paying job it was literally right at the beginning of the recession and they're like how are you gonna drop this stable job to work on this internet thing called youtube and he's gotta so, marry a smart chinese guy no so then they thought i was really crazy but um and of course they're trying to like lecture me and trying to prevent me from doing it but you just kind of have to stick to your guns but like you really have to work hard and kind of prove yourself um so that they can start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel too. And then they're going, oh shit, um, damn. Like they they knew what they were talking about. Do you ever rub stuff in your mom's face? Never. Why not? Never. Because go, I love her. I could afford Arrowhead water, you poor bitch. I don't got to buy the generic brand. No, because I'm not simple-minded and she can clearly see that I'm capable. But it's more fun to rub it in her face. Nuh-uh. 
She's a kind lady with curly hair. They are very curly. Right? Yeah. You can't you can't hate on anything that has curly hair. You're going to spill true. your water, baby. Okay, moving on to the next one. So congrats. Fucking pat yourself on the back for that. You're doing some shit and you're going to bring your family up. And if they don't want to come up, at least hook them up fat. Okay, so I'm independent. I'm 19 and I don't ask my parents for much financial help. I go to school full time. I'm in my my first, wait, I'm I'm the first from my five siblings to pursue school. Wow. I work full time and go to the gym on a, on my free time. Damn, 19. Straight killing it. Yeah, murder. You are killing it. That's amazing. Am I allowed to call myself a retard? I don't know. Because you know, in this day and age, it's like some words you, I don't know how to use them. Well, you're not even supposed to use that word, period. Oh, you can't even ask a question about that? I mean, you just did. Okay. Well, when I was 19, I was that word. You were dumb? Yeah. Really 19. dumb. I wasn't that dumb at 19, no. For real? No, I had my shit together at 19. I was working full-time, going to school full-time, and playing collegiate sports full-time. What happened to now? Uh, I'm a full-time mom. I own a couple businesses. I'm a pretty dope wife. I'm on this show. Like, what are you talking about? It's true. You're pretty awesome. Yeah, thank you. I was just trying to set it up so you could flex on me a little bit. A little alley. Oh, thanks. Did yeah. I dunk it? Yeah. Yeah. No, honestly, I think 19, um, I was actually, I think, a little ahead of the game, too. I was really school driven. I did have a part time job and I was, of course, you know, not good looking at all. No, I was busted. But then I also was after the weights. So I was such a meathead. And I think that type of drive of towards being a meathead really propelled like all the other parts of my life. But that's really dope because it's like most 19 year olds. uh, I think the reason why a lot of them are so um, delusional is you just got outside of high school right so you and high school it's dictated by schedules by by the bell ringing by teachers by everyone controlling your life yeah and it's it's like you just got outside of high school so you think you were just a senior so you think you're just the top of the game because you just left the nest right so you're looking at everyone else in the shell you're looking yeah you're looking at everyone like uh in in their little eggs in their nest and you're like "Uh uh-huh but what you don't know is because you just left the nest you're actually the bottom of the food chain now. You're prey now, baby. Because now you're just feather. You're just this little baby feather thing. Bald, and there's no falcons, hawks, all these things flying around. You're in the real world. And that's why they're so delusional because they thought they're at the top of the game. They're like, dude, I was the high school f- quarterback. And then your 50-year-old manager at the supermarket's like, I don't give a fuck. Go stop. Go stock those cans. Yeah, go pick up the vomit on aisle and, seven. And you're like, no one talks to me like that. Like, yeah, we do. Come on. Are you going to get these fucking seven dollars an hour or what? And they're like, wait, I'm the prom king. I can't I can't be changing tires like this. Yeah. So I, I think it's really cool that you have you have all these aspects. Because People nowadays, they barely have even one aspect of their life in order and you have so many that's awesome it's hard that is awesome and to be independent and not uh asking for your parents for money i can fucking relate to that and and there's this sense of like freedom and like there's a sense of pride that i had oh yeah mine came from a fuck you there's like like a fuck you can't control me yeah that's where mine came from mother and father yeah that's where mine came from for sure but i felt really good though that i didn't need to lean on anyone that i was doing this shit on my own i felt really really capable um so, yeah, that's really dope. But what I wanted to say was um, it's also dope that you're like dictating your own life but with and fulfilling or like filling up a lot of free time. Because at 19, you do kind of have a lot of free time filling all that up 
with like things that are going to help you in life. They're only making you better because at 19, I, if I wasn't under my parents' control, I would have been a fucking wild case, man. Cause like I grew up in a really controlled household. Then in high school, you're still controlled, right? Like I was talking about the bell system. Like they tell you when to eat lunch. They tell you when to be to school. Like you don't dictate any of that. It's all, it's all decided for you already. So now once you leave that environment, now you go into a university or a community college and there is no bell system. There is no, no time for lunch. Like this is all dictated by you. You create your own schedule. You create how early you want to show up, how late you want to stay, how many classes you want to take. Like there's so much freedom now. Um, so like I would have just gone fucking ape shit and I would have been like, well, I'm only taking like 12 units. <laughs> That's what like two classes maybe or one class. I'm just going to chill. I'm going to party. I'm going to try to hang out with friends. Like I'm young. I got, you know what I mean? Like there's just so much more room for me to fuck around that it's really dope to see that you're taking advantage of this moment and going like, nah, I don't want to fuck around just yet. Like, or at least my fucking around is going to the gym and getting gains, you know? Yeah. I think for me, uh, when I was 19, I think what actually worked in my favor is that I fucked up so much. Mm. um that by Early, the time like before 19 yeah like 12 like six, six? seven yeah six seven eight nine ten <laughs> oh all the way up to 17 oh that, that by the time i was 19 i was like those I, days are over I'm smoking like, a I, cigarette yeah i'm like i need to make up for lost time i don't want to be fucking around Damn. so like the, so anything i was involved in i was like i need to be on the fast track to success yeah you know so like even so um the minute I signed up for community college, I was like, what, what's, what's that? Is that an honors program? How do I get in that honors program? I need to get in that honors program. Like everything I was like, I need to be like, whatever is the cream of the crop. Like I, like even the, the military at the time, like when I joined uh, all the military branches, I was like, oh, the Marines are the best. Okay. I'm joining the Marines. And then even when I, when I was a Marine, I'm like, okay, cool. Like how, how do I get promoted the fastest? How do I pick up like responsibility and get yeah. a leadership position? Like everything I was on the hunt to like be the best as soon as I can, you know? Damn. And so um, I was lucky enough that I fucked up so much that I had to have that drive. And what was crazy is in a short time, like between four to five years, um, by the time I graduated college, the people that were in high school that kind of looked at me as a scumbag, like the guy, like, oh, it's Bart. He's the guy who smoked cigarettes at the hallway. And they were like an ASB and all that. And then in a short five years, it was like I surpassed them. Wow. So it's 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 cool to see that you have that drive because a lot of people that might have looked down at you, you now they're gonna start looking up at you real quick. Yeah, you're gonna blow past um, them. One thing I do want to put in front of you just a little bit so that you can consider this because you are so young. Um, I love that you're so driven, but I also want to tell you from a 36 year old perspective, I still don't know shit. Um, but I do want to tell you that right now is the time to make mistakes, to have a bunch of fucking fun. Not to be irresponsible, definitely be responsible, have your schedule, have all your goals set set up, but also give yourself some free time and some wiggle room to fuck around and to play. Yeah. Because like, yeah, like at 36, I'm so glad that I played when I wanted to play. Yeah, crash you know? some cars. Yeah. No, I said, don't be reckless. Oh. I, that's the first thing I said. Do not be reckless. Don't hurt other people. Don't like play with people's emotions. Like definitely save, but... Don't take shit so seriously. There's no timeline for you to have to complete shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know at 19, I was like, I got to graduate college as soon as I can because I want to get a job. And I'm like, now looking back, I'm like, why did I rush so much? What was a rush for? That is one thing that I wish I, I did <laughs> like explore more and like mess around more. And like, like 
what's so bad about staying in college for six years? You know, yeah. just doing every extracurricular you could think of, maybe having two, three majors, you know, like, because that's the time where you get to explore and learn a lot about yourself yeah. and actually have structured learning that you get to learn about yourself. And I'm like, man, I was in such a rush. And I'm like, that's something I probably would tell like Taika. I'm like, hey, like, if you want to take five years, six years, seven years in college, go ahead. Yeah. Because like you have the rest of your life. Like once you have things figured out, it's going to be lightning fast. Like if you see how fast Elon Musk is, like once he, after PayPal, how fast he launches Tesla, how fast he launches SpaceX, it's going to be accelerated. Because once you know who you are and what you're supposed to do, it's faster and faster and faster and faster. Yeah. But no one ever gives themselves the foundation of exploring and messing around to really know who they are. And I think yeah. that's why most people don't end up accelerating later on in life. Yeah. So, like, I think it's important to get that foundation and mess around and see who you are. Yeah. Well, and right now you have so many, like, so, like, so many tools at your fingertips, like YouTube, where you can just self-study, like, self-learn. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, because one of the bad things that I do see about someone that's staying in college for six years is like, well, who's paying for all this shit? Yeah. You know, like if Taika were to want to be in college for that long, it'd be like, yo, little man, like I can't be paying like 60K every year for you to just kind of explore like this. Like you got to you got to fucking strap those. Like, I get it. He's I get probably going to have an ice cream business. I, I, ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> I <cute>. cream. I <laughs> <laughs> love his dance, man. OK, so, yes, congrats to you. Keep killing the game. Um, You're fucking amazing. We're so proud of you. OK, last one. Here we go. Oh, this is nice. This is a good thing. Okay. Hi, Gio and Bart. That's the first time I hear Gio and Bart. I like it. Yeah, ladies Usually first. Usually it's Bart and Gio. Ladies Thank first. Thank you, baby. Hi, Gio and Bart. For the past couple of weeks, I've been getting most slash all my homework assignments done a day or two before they are due. Wow. Um, by doing this, it's taken a load of stress off of me. And so I feel. Sick. Uh, yeah, I feel a lot better compared to last year. You guys are cool for doing this. I love you guys. Yay. Talk about planning. This is fucking awesome because homework is so stressful. And like, especially when you're in college or high school and there's when you got to balance your homework and then the activities or your friends asking you out. It's so it's because you want to do everything. You know, like one thing I thought was so genius about Joe was uh, what he did was he treated college like a full time job. So he was like, okay, I'm going to plan out all my classes I got to take. And most people, they want to get rid of classes, right? So they're like, okay, 9 till 12, get me the hell out of there. Or 9 till 2, get, get me the hell out of there. For him, he's like, I'm going to just treat it like a job. So I'll, I'll sign up my classes from like 9 until 5. And that way, after every class, I give myself an hour or two break before the next class. And I'll just finish all of my work. So by the end of the day, he never had any homework he had to do. He finished all of his work at school all the time. So Damn. it's never like randomly on a Wednesday night. That's me. He has to do like six classes worth of homework. He's always doing them. And if he had extra time, time to study ahead. And so Joe, like he coming from uh, like a Gardena upbringing, which is right next to Compton. It's like the hood who was coloring in high school. Like that's coloring how states. coloring states in high school. That's how bad his education he was. He has no books to getting a 4.0 in college because he thought that's what he needed to get his financial aid so he could keep selling <laughs> weed. Like, that's amazing, you know? <laughs> oh, that's fucking, your face when you delivered that was so yeah, cool. That was fucking amazing. So like, for you to get your stuff done, it's awesome. And then also from an employer's perspective, I love that. Yeah. Because I don't know what it is, 
but you can tell. And I think like people think they're sneaky, but they're not. I can totally tell when my staff is doing things like homework, like they literally just typed up something or created a treatment yeah, you can see the bullshit. right before the meeting. Or I can tell when someone puts their heart and soul into it. And I'm like, bonuses will always go to that person. So I can I can tell when someone's just like, oh, fuck, we're meeting. And I just got to bang it out real quick. And I just look at them like, dude, that looks like you put it together in five minutes. You know? Yeah. So for you, when you do the homework like that, it's so stress-free, it's anxiety-free, and you could put more time and effort into your homework. And pe- your, your teacher's looking at it, no. Yeah, you could tell. You could definitely tell. And um, yeah, like you're taking care of your stress and you like, that's so fucking dope of you that you're like, this shit's causing me stress. Like, I can't recognize that shit. But oh, it's, no, you can't. yeah. Yeah, so it's you dope that you're taking care of it. Are you serious? <laughs> what? Good thing you're a comedian. <laughs> um, But yeah, and then it shows that you have great time management skills. Cause like for me, I just can't say no to fun shit. I'm like, I'll do it later. Like I love procrastinating. I love it. It's so fun, isn't it? It is. But then it's stressful as fuck on it the is. other end. Yeah. Cause Ooh. I always like, I'll start negotiating. Right. Cause then I'm just like, okay, well I can do this now or I can play with Papa and Taika. Um, yeah. I'll just wake up extra early tomorrow. I'll just wake up extra early. And then the tomorrow comes and I'm like waking up at four in the morning. I'm like, fuck, why the fuck did I do this? God damn it. I'm so stupid. That's damn. how I just got to train in the mornings. Cause it stresses me out because I'm because I know I got to train, right? So if I don't uh get it out, then the whole time I'm like, when am I going to the gym? When am I going to the gym? When am I going to the gym? And so even if I'm playing with you and Taika, it's not I'm not fully present because I'm constantly thinking about, oh, fuck, I didn't do that yet. Oh, uh, maybe that's why I'm not present. I'm always thinking of shit that I should have done. <laughs> yeah, so you got to just do it. Like maybe you should stick to the waking up at 4 a.m., banging it all out, and then like, you can be present. Yeah. That's why I got to go to the gym and I got to do all that. And then so I could be present when I'm with you guys. Yeah, maybe I'll start doing that more. Um, but yeah, congratulations. You're kicking ass. I'm so proud to say that um, I know you. Like, I mean, I don't know you know you, but I know you enough. Like, if you like us, it's because we could probably gel as friends. Yeah. Like, we could vibe. Could probably like, hang we, out. Yeah, we have the same type of mindset. So, like, I know you, and I'm so proud to say that I know you. Um, And you should be so fucking proud, and I'm so happy that you guys submitted this stuff because it's so motivating and it's so inspirational. Um, And we're even looking at you guys going like, damn, we ain't shit. Yeah, <laughs> we lot, ain't shit. A lot of you guys have it together way better than we did when it was our age at that time. Yeah, yeah. So definitely give yourselves a big old fucking hug and a pat on the back. If no one's giving it to you, just know that virtually we are giving it to you. We are sending it to you and we're so fucking proud of you. Continue to just fucking kick ass in this world. Yeah. Yes. So on that note, we will see you guys next week. Love you guys. Bye. Congrats. Woohoo. Party. Party. Uh, 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 uh.